Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another episode of the Movies from A to B podcast, better known as the MFAB. I am your host, Gavin, and today I'll be recording alone. Since we here at the MFAB podcast take mental and physical health very seriously, my co-host and good friend Aaron will not be joining me today. He recently had himself a minor surgery, so in his place, and in the place of our next episode, I will be recording a audibly sensitive movie review. We can shorten that up to uh, ASMR, just to make it simpler. Today's ASMR, I'm going to be talking about my top favorite movies, and why they are my top favorite movies. So without further ado, let's jump right into it. Starting with number 5 is 1997's Starship Troopers. Now I know, I know, a lot of these movies you probably have heard me talk about on the podcast. As a matter of fact, I can guarantee you that all of these movies we have talked about on the podcast, but I just want to give a little bit more of an in-depth guide into why I am such a fan of these movies, with a short synopsis and mini-review of that movie. So like I said... Starting with Starship Troopers, 1997, directed by Paul Verhoeven. It's currently at a 71% on Rotten Tomatoes, and it's currently at a 7.3 on IMDb. If you'd like to know more, you can go back to episode 14 and listen to us talk about it in depth. But for now, often seen as a field guide to fascism, this satire will always have a soft spot in my heart. With an amazing cast, we follow our hero, Johnny Rico by Casper Van Dien, a rich boy turned soldier as he blindly follows a love interest into the hell that is war. We watch as Rico and his two friends endure battle after battle with the bugs, set on expanding their empire. For a movie made in the latter half of the 90s, the special effects in this film are absolutely mind-blowing. These, combined with practical effects, create a immersive world of desolate wastelands and danger around every corner. This feeling, coupled with the stellar performances of the cast members such as Denise Richards, Neil Patrick Harris, Clancy Brown, Michael Ironside, and many, many more, make this film a delight to watch whenever it's on. I'm fairly certain I gave this a solid 10 out of 10. For those of you looking at what I'm doing right now, I'm searching my one big book of movies. Where I've written down everything I've recorded up to this time, even the movies we haven't aired. I gotta say, there are a lot of movies. Here we are. Yes, I did give this a solid 10 out of 10. Moving on to number four is 2003's Old Boy, directed by Park Chan Wook. 
This movie currently has an 82% on Rotten Tomatoes and is running at 8.4 on IMDb. And you might catch more info on this if you head to episode 32 of the podcast. 2003's Old Boy has always been a dark horse on my list, making its way up and down. But today, it lands in the number four spot. This tense psychological revenge thriller is nothing short of a masterpiece, with a twist that will leave you in awe. Personally, I was in shock for a week after watching this for the first time. With all the twists and turns portrayed and the emotions captured, it causes you to really think of how such a small action can change the course of your entire life and everything around you. And it leaves you deeply pondering how far would you go and what could you sacrifice for even a little bit of false happiness. This movie was absolutely amazing. I can never get over how intense it is. I'm just going to peek and look in the book and see. My actual reading I gave it. straightforward jokes to the long burn setups, every moment of this film should be studied in depth. If not for the quirky payoffs in the second half, at least the hidden gems peppered throughout the film, references to a myriad of classic horror films lace the colorful scenery and are masterfully pulled together with the cast that work together in almost perfect unity. This film will always be one of my all-time favorites. It's funny, I want to go through the book, just for the audio, to uh, look up what I gave this movie, but I know for a fact 
all three of the Cornetta trilogy got a 10 out of 10 for me. Quality movies. Edgar Wright is a master in his time, and his films should be watched more often, I think. Alright, moving right along. Number two on my list should be a dead obvious one, no pun intended. It's of course 1978's Dawn of the Dead, the predecessor to the, my number three, Shaun of the Dead. 1978's Dawn of the Dead is a pure tour de force, weaving together the complete hopelessness with the sheer will to eke out a life in a society that no longer exists. The bleakness of our hero's situation is only contested by their ability to fight and build a livable world. This film showcases the best and the worst of the human race, with a storyline full of love, loss, and fear, drawing you into the lives of our characters. Despite the amazing practical effects leaving your stomach turned, you start to realize the scariest part of this world isn't the horde of shambling dead walking towards you but rather the group of living raiders following closely behind them. This movie I know I gave a 10 out of 10. If not for George Romero's classic trilogy, I would have never gotten into horror as deeply as I have. George Romero, Tom Savini working on special effects, this was... This movie is a staple in my collection, and it's something I can put on and watch over and over again. With the musical cues, the special effects, and the great direction and acting of our cast. This is a movie that will always be just mind-blowingly amazing to me. Which brings us to my number one pick. Now again, if you are a rather decent listener to the podcast, you know what this movie is. We did a trilogy spectacular on this one, of course. I believe that was episode 40. My number one pick, and one that will probably always be my number one pick, is 1987's Evil Dead 2. Directed by Sam Raimi, this holds out at an 88% on Rotten Tomatoes and a 7.7 on IMDb, which is absolutely a tragedy if you ask me. Both of these scores should be 100 or 10. But... Episode 40, you can hear us go in depth about this whole trilogy, if you'd care to listen. This film and the story behind its production are paramount in the way my life has progressed. The series, in general, is the reason I have a degree in film. That's why I have such a deep passion for practical effects. The sheer passion and determination from these kids out of Michigan fueled my own drive as a youth. Watching such a quality work of art emerge from hard work and meager means is literally awe-inspiring. Contrary to popular belief, this film is a direct sequel to the original, and not a remake or a re-envisioning. The first 15 art minutes or so was a recap of the first movie, then it transitions into one of the most amazing character transformations of all time. This movie contains Ash's hero arc, the moment he goes from being a goofy kid struggling to survive to a badass, one-line spewing, ass-kicking hero. With the perfect meld between horror and comedy. A storyline that creates new obstacles without overcomplicating it, or the plot. And special effects that were not only revolutionary, but also captivating at its time. 
Evil Dead 2 shall remain at my number one until I eventually shuffle off this mortal coil. It's one that I want buried with me, or burned with me, when I'm cremated, or strapped to my chest as I'm shot through a rocket into space, so that an alien civilization can see my naked dead corpse flying through space, and see a DVD or a Blu-ray attached to it, and check it out. And with that being said, thank you ladies and gentlemen. I know this is a very, very short episode, but I just wanted to get something out while my co-host and good friend Aaron is kind of held up for the week. So you can catch us at mfabpodcast at gmail.com. I think we're on Twitter and Facebook. Just search mfabpodcast. Or you can just do a general Google search. It usually pops us up right at the top. And if you want, while you're uh, listening to this now, go to the podcast app you're on and hit that little five-star review. It would be very helpful, and it always pushes our podcast up the charts and helps us get seen a little bit more. And we appreciate that. It's literally our lifeblood. The whole reason we do this is for you. So thank you for joining me for this very special, possibly only, ASMR or audio, audibly sensitive movie review I decided to do. We'll see where it goes from there. So until next time, have a good one. Bye.